Cave Dust Music. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta cut that shit. I gotta, I gotta redo it. I gotta redo it. Run that shit back. Dust music. Welcome to another episode of the Daily Dust, the daily podcast that is not so daily. Uh, let's address it. <clears throat> uh, been busy. The other day, I sat in the DMV for fuck for four hours trying to get a driver's license. Uh, <clears throat> not that I have any intention of driving any any specific place. I do not. Let's keep that. 100 let's keep that for real that i don't really want to go anywhere or drive any place or do anything <laughs> just as, as a general concept i don't want to do it really uh but i really especially don't want to do it uh now and if i buy a car if i get it if i if i decide to go anywhere it just means i got to go hang out with people that i don't possibly want to uh you know, I, it's neither here nor there, but I was, did that the other day for a while, and then I had to go to work, and then that just set me up for failure for the whole, <laughs> for the whole week, for the whole rest of the week. Uh, I guess I, I, the last episode's on Wednesday, had that shit happen on Thursday, really busy on Friday, uh, kind of, uh, on Saturday, just just tired you know just tired if uh i think um i'm pretty tired from working it's been really busy for me in the last week uh in addition to other life things but i'm here i'm gonna try to keep this going as as much as i can consistently as i can uh you know, things are looking like they might get slightly worse before they get slightly better. But even still, the difference is only slight. Cave okay, Dust Music. Uh, the song you just heard is a new one. A new one. I just wrote you last night. And somebody tell me what I ripped off. Because the intro, the intro part is for sure stolen. I don't, I can't think of where that I, where that that is from. 
or where what other that's from a song that 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 arpeggio is from a song but i cannot for the life of me think about what it is please write me if you can think of it <clears throat> you can reach me at moderncaveactivities at gmail.com you can reach me on twitter at cave underscore dust now the song is really i i really i was watching a youtube video here's here's where i stole this i <laughs> i didn't I, okay i didn't steal this part specifically um i was watching a youtube video about cool chords um from a youtuber named trevor wong uh check out trevor wong um i've learned a shit ton of music things from his channel uh, I think his channel is a little bit inaccessible if you don't have like some idea of music theory or like some I guess understanding of like what Voicings mean or or what certain terminology means in guitar and it took me a long time it took me an, a long time to uh, to sort of Reach the baseline level of competency where Trevor Wong's music uh, videos um, Help me in any meaningful way and uh, I, I think I still only get about 25-50% of any sort of meaning from them. But um, I recommend checking him out. He's very good for, I think, like, inspiring weird things that, you know, people write music might not consider. Or, like, if you're like me who hasn't been writing music for a long time... Uh, it exposes you to different weird ideas so the first the first uh the first chord in the intro that you just heard there's other elements to it that i'll play later at the end of the of the episode you'll hear the full the full track you could also check that out on my soundcloud uh it is soundcloud cave something dust i fucking don't remember what my soundcloud url is cave dash dust maybe let me see soundcloud Cave dash dust, yeah. Anyway, uh, the first chord is a G sharp minor nine. Sounded really cool. I stole it from Trevor Wong. The idea for to use this, um, and I was also just sort of practicing like hybrid picking on this track as well. So you'll hear that a lot. Um, that's pretty much like the the main idea was like, all right, I want to write something with some hybrid picking. I want to write something with some whirly analog synth toe style. I mentioned that on a uh, previous episode that I was like, I f fucking love that like warm, whirly sort of, vi like, I, I don't even know, like, it's definitely not like modular, but like, I don't know, just sounds very nice, sounds well-rounded, it's a very well-rounded synth sound, big fan, big fan of how that sounds. Uh, so I, I, that was some of the ideas I had going into it. Um, like I said, I knew that I wanted that G sharp minor nine. Um, interestingly enough, the other, I think sharp, uh, or sorry, uh, minor ninth chords rather are something that I am personally, like I'm starting to like, I, I kind of really dig this sound of these type of chords, uh, beyond all that exists. My favorite track I've ever written, uh, the same idea uh, is is can be found in that track where it, the whole song centers around F sharp minor nine. Actually, uh, and I think that's pretty cool. I think it sounds really nice. So I might have to 
check out some other minor ninth chords and chord shapes and experiment some more but the like i said the idea for this track was the g sharp minor nine uh arpeggio uh hybrid picked um sounds pretty cool but i definitely stole that like it definitely is something from like a post-rock song or something i just can't think of what what it is uh i also think there's like maybe a little bit of variance to the picking pattern as well so it's not like an exact ripoff but like the definitely the tones are the same as something but i just can't think of what it is i hate i actually hate that feeling because every musician i i think wants to write something cool and different and then when you and then when you like spend a bunch of time like recording and writing and like thinking about something and you're like shit this is already something <laughs> that doesn't necessarily feel good uh but fuck it i don't i don't it's not gonna stop me from i think working on this track some more um it's specifically there's like a number of things that are unmixed drums uh drums are unmixed the drums are weird i tried to <laughs> The part directly after the intro, the G-sharp minor 9 arpeggio part, uh, is actually written in 3 fourths time, or maybe it's 6 eighths. I honestly don't know. <laughs> in Ableton, I put on 3 fourths. Um, uh, I don't know why. Why did I do that? Oh, I know why. Because the G-sharp minor 9 like arpeggio part, I had played already, and... Um, I was like, oh, I basically just tried to fit that into like a time signature. Um, and I wanted to, because I had already written it without thinking, like that was just like the natural rhythm that I wrote it in. Uh, I wanted to keep that rhythm the, for, the, for the rest of the song too. But then I wrote like, I don't know, I don't think it sounds amazing. Uh, that's like one thing I want to go touch up, like the parts directly after the intro part. I don't think sound amazing, um, but I think they sound cool. Like the drums, I think are cool, but I need to like, I need to give it some breathing room. I think like there's not enough. That's like the my piece of the direction I guess I'm going. The thing I'm thinking about is that there's not enough space. There's not enough breathing room between parts. It just goes like right from like the G sharp minor nine part. There's like a small three. And it's like a, a, a one bar buildup, which is only three beats. Uh, so I want to maybe make it six, make it two bars. But then is that six eighths? That's what I'm saying. I don't really know. <laughs> so anyway, that's what I'm thinking of uh, doing for that. Uh, talk more on this track another time. Uh, there's some more hybrid picking in it. I do some things with... Uh, G-sharp minor triads and F-sharp triads on the first, second, and third strings. Um, that's later. That's that's in what I call the self-defense family part, <laughs> where I like purely was ripping off self-defense family with like this like um, I don't know, just break this break part with like pretty guitar sounds. Uh, then the ending is like an, a nice, it's like a pretty stand. I also switch timing. I just go right to, I go back to four, four, the tried and true baby. You already know, um, at the end. So it's a four, four chord progression, I think is, uh, uh, G sharp minor E B F sharp. 
and there's like a guitar part underneath it as well uh that is like a it's actually i think it's in key of b it's not even key of g sharp minor the uh, the backing guitar part but anyway that's the song that's my little gist about it that's my thinking about it i want to go change a bunch of stuff on it mix some things differently uh redo some of the drum parts in the beginning give some more breathing room to the parts and uh we'll see i think it's a, i think i ripped off toe i think it's a toe song but i can't tell which one like i i the exact one doesn't come to mind so to be determined uh unless somebody writes me with what i ripped off i probably will never find out because i probably won't think about it too much after this i'm just gonna keep doing just gonna keep doing because that's what i know best cape dust music let's talk about some other music let's talk about not myself uh what did i have been listening to in the last few days excellent question i think thank you for asking um i listened to this new wicca phase ep by darcy bayless uh mixed thoughts on this i love wicca phase i love a number of the tracks uh, a number of the tracks didn't strike me as uh, like it's hard to give criticism on it because I do I'm a wicked face stan and I also only listened to it once so and I think wicked face is one of those type of musicians who I've listened to a number of tracks. Like, there's a number of tracks that I love of his now. Love. Um, that I didn't like the first time I heard them. So, I'm thinking, like, it's, I'm thinking I can't really give criticism here until I, uh, till I give it a couple more listens. Uh, this Moment I Miss, produced by Darcy Bayless. Um... I like the last song a lot. I liked the first two songs. Obsessed and I Want to Go Out Tonight. I actually didn't really like I Want to Go... Like, my initial gut feeling is like, I didn't really like I Want to Go Out Tonight too much. Um, I liked some parts of Obsessed. There, That track is interesting in a way that it feels like it's just keeping evolving the whole time. And it's like changing and it's not really going back to any like, you know, there's no like... The, the typical song stru structure is like not there it's changed in a way it's different it's not like verse chorus verse chorus right it's just kind of like and maybe i missed it again maybe the, like i've only listened to it once um it felt like it was just verse 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 but yeah i don't know i i there he says a line here that's like i was raised by polish catholics and I was like, fuck, I know exactly, like, I was not raised by Polish Catholics. I was raised by a different Eastern European nationality, uh, Catholics. And despite he doesn't actually say anything specific, I know exactly what he's talking about. Uh, and I think that's like a really powerful wick face thing that, uh, he doesn't really give you any specifics, but you can really relate. And I guess that's why it's really popular, I guess. <laughs> but 
I thought that shit was sick. That was cool. That was a cool part. Despite I didn't like super like the rest of the song. I thought that was sick. Um, so I'm going to give it a couple more listens. Uh, I'm not really in the mood for like this type of music right now either. And I think that's like a, that's playing to, to this, uh, my feelings on it or like, yo, when I'm in a wicked phase mood, I'm just listening to wicked phase on repeat nonstop. But now it's like not one of those times. I think we'll see. Uh, next thing I listen to, oh dude, we had the first ever, uh, person who wrote into the, to the email. And that is my friend Dweeb, AKA Kevin. Uh, the, one of the most down to earth, sweetest, nicest people that I know. Uh, friendly, personable, always just like a nice person to be around. Dweeb and I have many memories, uh, but I, I won't reveal them. Uh, I won't call him out on this radio program, but Dweeb and I, uh, I think he has really interesting music taste. He, he hit me with some tracks that I hadn't heard of and then some that I absolutely love. Like, I'll talk about him right now. He sent me a King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard track. Uh, what is the song he sent me? Something Castles? I don't want to be a... Something Castle? Fuck, I gotta look it up now, dweeb. Um, but I had heard this track before. It's really good. Um, oh, shit. Uh, it's really good. Uh, Crumbling Castle. Yeah, yeah. Ten minutes long. Sick, expanding track. Many different parts. Many different, um many different sections that all connect and you know i love that shit i love that shit dude i love when the parts are like self-referential and like songs and like artists are like confident and cool and do think and do that like self-referencing in like a really cool and fresh way each time they do it it's sick i love this track i think this this is probably their most popular track if it's not i'd be surprised yo it's not even in the top five dude what a fucking tragedy dude um i've heard this record i've heard this song before for sure on like yo so there was a time in like 2016 i think that jimbo six pack and i we watched like every single kxp uh live set and for a minute in like 2016 2017 every band sounded like this this is kxp core is is the way I'm describing this, um, and every band <clears throat> in like Austin, Texas wanted to sound like this, and um, it's like the distorted vocals, the guitar tone, like yo, everything. It's like not bad, yo. Don't get me wrong. I obviously just praise the shit out of this song. I love the way it sounds. I love the effects. It's sick, right? But at the same time, there was a lot of people trying to sound like this when King Gizzard and Lizard Wizard were kind of popping off. Um, or maybe it was just like a, a amalgamation of influences coming together at that time where it was like everybody in that zeitgeist was kind of just like looking at the same thing, which is possible too. I mean, like that's like a very possible uh, possibility. A very possible possibility. Um, but... 
Yeah, it's cool. Love that song. Thanks, Dweeb, for sending that one. Um, the other song Dweeb sent me that I knew that I had previously heard was um, he had sent me the pris- the piss crowns are the piss crowns are troubled by Godspeed You Black Emperor off of Sunder Sweet and Other Distress. And this, I love this record. I love this record so much. A lot of people, maybe this is like low key, like it's a great record, right? But it's like not even, I feel like it got overlooked. Um, You know, Godspeed You Black Emperor had this like 20 year hiatus or 10 year hiatus between Yang Shui, UXO, a record that I don't love. Um, I mean, yo, I love every single Godspeed You Black Emperor song. I could p- play this shit f- fucking all day and love it. I love Godspeed You Black Emperor. Um, don't get me wrong. Don't get it twisted. But I'm usually going for, I don't know, like F sharp, A sharp, Infinity. Love this record. Uh, I don't really revisit Lift Your Skinny Fist uh, for whatever reason. I think like, I, feel, I find that record like hard to digest hard to sit down and commit to it because when I have listened to the whole thing, I'm like, oh, this fucking record's incredible, dude, but it's also like an hour and a half. Um, that I feel that same way about Yang Shui UXO where it's like, I think less, it's like less good than um, Lift Your Skinny Fist, but it's also like dense, right? So like, yeah, all these songs are sick on here. Rockets Fall on Rockets Fall. Uh, on Rocket Falls, I really like that song. Um, 915, uh, Motherfucker Redeemer. These are all good songs, but I'm not like fucking, yo, let's go. Give me that. Give me that hour, 20 minutes. However, I'll, I'll revisit Hallelujah, Don't Bend Ascend. I'll revisit Asunder Sweet and Other Distress. Uh, and I'll even revisit Luciferian Tarot. All of these are like under an hour. All these are very good, but uh, yeah, that's about like the sweet spot for me. That's my attention span these days. 40 minutes to an hour. Keep it around that length. And uh, you got me. I'm sold. Cape Dust Music. Now, if you ever want, if uh, so all the artists out there listening to this, the sound of my voice, uh, you know, if you want to, if you want a praising if you want high praise from this radio show, you, you already know. Give me self-referencing. <laughs> Give me long songs, but keep it under 40 minutes or around 40 minutes to an hour. And uh, you got me. You got me. Uh, it's free. Free good review on the Cave Dust radio program. Um, but Asunder Sweet and Other Distress came out the first time I had moved away from home. I was maybe like 23, 24, probably 23, uh, five years ago. I had moved to Austin, Texas for the first time, and it was actually on 9-15 that I saw Godspeed You Black Emperor for the first time, because I think I had listened to them for probably about five years before that. No, maybe not five years, a couple years, but I think... At the time, I, I like got into them, obviously, 
during their hiatus. Like, I wasn't listening to them in 2002, you know? I was listening to fucking Backstreet Boys, I guess, in, like, 2002. I was fucking nine years old. But, uh, uh, yo, I'll tell you guys about how much I used to be a Backstreet Boys stan. This is completely off topic, but I used to be a Backstreet Boys stan in, in elementary school. I had the CD. Shit was sick as fuck. Um, anyway, uh, Sunder Sweet came out. Uh, Godspeed You announced a tour. It had been their first tour since the hiatus, too. Because, like, yeah, I, I guess I, I, at some point in my brain, I was like, yo, I might never see Godspeed Do Black Emperor again. So that, like, when they came around, I was like, dude, I absolutely must go to this show. Absolutely must. And, um, yeah, it did not disappoint me at all. It was right around when Asunder Sweet and Other Distress came out. They played a, a couple tracks off that. They played, no, they played the whole record. They played this whole record and it was sick. It was really great. Then they played like a few tracks um, off other material. They actually played Boss's Hang from Luciferian Towers, which at the time you're just like, oh, this is just unreleased track, whatever the fucking Setlist FM marked it as. And then they played uh, Moya to end the set. Uh, I think that's all they played. No, they might have played some stuff from like Alleluia, Don't Bend a Sin. I think they played um, maybe Melodic from this as well. So they played like they played the record, Asunder Sweet and Other Distress, a couple other tracks, and the unreleased uh, song. But I love the, the Bosses Hang uh, when I heard it there. Um. Anyway, fantastic record has a really special place for me. I enjoyed as you know, like I said, it was like the first time I had been on my own. I went to. I remember this was like so sick. I thought I thought this was like the most sick shit alive when I went to the Godspeed You concert and drank a Pabst Blue Ribbon. Or no, I was drinking a Lone Star for the first time at a concert, and I was like, damn. This is sick as fuck. And then, um, yeah, I, th- I think I saw them again. Yeah, I saw them again in San Francisco in, like, a theater, in, like, a like a orchestra theater. It was cool. Uh, I remember the seats were really small. Like, I'm a reasonably tall person, and my legs were, like, sp- smashed in these fucking seats. And, uh, yeah, I remember that was uncomfortable. And I remember they played a bunch of the same songs. Like, I had already seen a bunch of the songs. So I wasn't, like, super super psyched on it when I saw them again. But nowadays, dude, I would pay any money. I would do anything to be able to see Godspeed You Black Emperor again in 2020. I would pay any mo- amount of money to go to a concert and drink a fucking Lone Star. Any. Any money. Anyway. That so Dweeb sent me that track. He hit me. He hit me unknowingly. I believe. I don't think Dweeb knew that I, I care this much about this song, or this record, uh, or that it, it it meant so much to me at a, at a very specific point in my life. So Dweeb, thank you very much for sending me that record. And I will talk about another track that Dweeb sent me. He sent me three tracks. So thank you again, Dweeb. Dweeb, Kevin, the first person to ever write the radio program with some tracks. Yo, I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. That was, uh, it absolutely made my day. No bullshit. Absolutely made my day. 
because um, you know I um, I put this out do this fucking podcast where I talk shit for 30 minutes a day or however often I do it you know and uh, that's sort of all that I sort of I, I sort of forget that there's people on the other end listening to me sometimes because it's not it's not like a apparent thing that I'm always constantly reminding me of like I think on Twitter and shit, like, you you say shit on Twitter, people like and respond to you, or, like, you know, there's some form of inter- interaction back, but with the podcast, I'm just putting shit out there, I'm just speaking bullshit into the world, and there's none of that feedback coming back, I mean, there there is and there isn't, like, a couple people have hit me up and be like, yo, the podcast is cool, I listen to it, uh, here's some track, like, here's some stuff, right, that's pretty much what Dweeb did, Eli has done this, um, NJO has done this a couple people that like I I guess uh not that I expect to listen to it but like yeah I guess I just didn't expect dweeb to anybody to actually not even dweeb just like anybody in general to ever send me any tracks I, I kind of just always said that shit is like a joke like write my email as <laughs> I don't know I you hear that shit on podcasts they shout out their they shout out their uh contact info and stuff and i guess i just never expected anybody to ever really do it so when i when somebody did it really made me happy so uh thanks dweeb again the last track dweeb sent me is a track i had never heard before i I think this is like also in line with that kexp core sound that i mentioned before though i will say it's not at all like King Gizzard and Lizard Wizard or um, Godspeed You or you know any other artist that I mentioned I had never heard of this this artist before the band's name is Slift S-L-I-F-T they are a band's like psychedelic sort of band they have really really cool album art all of their album art is fucking sick um this band might be French. Uh, this band might be French. I honestly have no idea. They have like a French. Uh, Spotify has nothing about them. <laughs> I could Google them, but I'm not going to. Um, but yo, this band is really, really cool. Really sick. Uh, Dweeb sent me the track Citadel on a Satellite. And this was so cool, dude. So cool. 10 minutes long different parts different sounds different effects different yo it's like for 10 minutes you're constantly just surprised at what comes next and i think that is so good i think this track is incredible this band is incredible i listened to this record afterwards was blown away umon is the name of the record u-m-m-o-n by slift came out in 2020 an hour and 12 minutes duration yeah these these cats are definitely french um but yo this record's sick such cool sounds really sick guitar playing really sick vocals like really just interesting music really like this i don't know how else to say say it other than check out citadel on a satellite by yuman or off the record yuman by slift thank you dweeb uh Definitely, definitely check this out. Really, really liked it. So, uh, that's the Dweeb tracks. Thank you, Dweeb. 
if you have some tracks you would like me to listen to, please send them at uh, moderncaveactivities at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter, cave underscore dust. Um, a couple other things I listen to just briefly. Uh, I listen to the War Hungry record. Fucking good. Wilkes Bear, hardcore, metal. That's more metal. But War Hungry is like sick. Yo, they're fucking sick as fuck. Sick guitarist. Sick guitar playing. Loved it. Um, there's a new Black Marble. Uh, there's a new Black Marble single out called Johnny and Mary. Um, it was okay. It was pretty good. I didn't feel like super strongly in any direction, but I also was like, I don't know. I just sometimes I just put on my Discover Weekly, and I'm not. I'm like half paying attention. That was kind of this one. Um, yo, I listened to the Hiroshi Yoshima uh, Yoshimura uh, Green record he released. I love this guy, dude. This is YouTube algorithm fucking music, dude. Hiroshi Yoshimura Green, sick record. He has like so many of these like, yo, look up. Hiroshi Yoshimura on YouTube all of these records all of them have like 3 million views and it's like very just long ambient beautiful soundscapes um very good music uh I really like Green uh the record and uh he released a new version called the sound effects version SFX version uh, I don't know it well enough to be like to pick it's it's like all right each song is like it's ambient music right it's like ambient sounds and shit um think like stuff like uh Brian Eno like that sort of genre uh let me look up like how long this record is because like I think yeah I mean it's like 46 minutes eight songs but like I don't know the original well enough to be like, well, in the SFX version, there is actually um, some uh, included recordings and field recordings from the artist uh, that I've never before heard. I don't know that. Like, I don't, you know, I don't know. Um, but I will say that it sounds fucking good. Chad Cave does. Like, uh, I think it sounds really good. Uh, I think you should check that out if you like ambient music, you like relaxing music. Uh, I love this record. Uh, so definitely check that out. Hiroshi, Hiroshi Yoshimura, green SFX version. Uh, that was sick. Uh, the other band I like a lot, Between the Bear to Me, released a remixed version of their one of their first records, um, The Silent Circus. It's not a record that I love of theirs, but the I've been listening. They they throughout the 2020 have put out remix remix uh, uh remixes of their all their old records, and each one each one just sounds like incredible, <laughs> like relative to the last thing. It's really cool what they're doing, and how they're achieving such a good sound on like these old ass recordings. I'm really impressed from like a production standpoint at the very least. Like even if I'm not super psyched on like the actual music, um. I'm psyched on the production and how it sounds. And I will end this episode by talking about one of my all-time favorite. Uh, I'm just going to talk briefly on it. But uh, all-time favorite EPs. 
the self-defense Jamaican EP, uh, self-defense family. Um, I'm going through some shit backed with all fruit is ripe. Wonderful, wonderful EP. Incredible. Uh, the song I'm going through some shit was a pretty big inspiration to the track uh, I had played earlier and I will play shortly. Um, you'll hear why there's like that break part in the middle, just guitars and Patrick singing. Uh, what does he say? Uh, you are your own man. No greater compliment to be found. You are your own person. Live your life. That's today's episode. Uh, definitely check out this EP by Self Defense Family. Cape Dust Music. Speaking. 